everyone, I'm Alexis Grace, and this is the Paper Cranes Podcast. I believe that we encounter God every day. Whether we realize it or not, He can be found in the grandest of adventures, in the smallest of moments. Paper Cranes Podcast seeks out stories that show us how vast God really is, one person at a time. Alright, I am officially recording my first ever podcast. Since this is the first episode, I thought it would be fitting to introduce myself, talk a little bit more about the purpose of this podcast, and tell you the meaning behind the name Paper Cranes. As my intro stated, my name is Alexis Grace. I'm currently 22 years old, and I work in the new media department for the Catholic TV Network. I graduated from St. Anselm College in May, where I studied communication and theology as a double major. I often read and write in my free time, and I find poetry to be fascinating. Photography has always given me the opportunity to explore the ordinary and show it from a unique perspective, while music is a huge part of my day because I listen to so much of it. I can often be heard talking excitedly about how much I love all different kinds of animals, but especially smaller critters. I'm known for being a fan of Jesus, breakfast sandwiches, hoodies, sneakers, and the night sky. So now that you know more about me, I will talk about this podcast and how it came about. The idea was super simple, to have a guest come on, introduce them, and ask them to tell a story about an experience that impacted them. By collecting these stories, I want to remind myself and others just how much God is present in our lives. Whether he is working in us or through us, whether he manifests himself through a journey or in a sudden moment, and whether we realize it or not, we encounter God in ourselves and in the faces of others so often I think it's all too easy to forget how active he is in every moment. Through the experiences shared on this podcast, Paper Cranes hopes to show how vast the face of God really is. So why the name Paper Cranes Podcast? To answer this question, I have to reflect back on the fall of 2018, when I was still in college, and tell you a story. After students purchased their meals in the dining hall or coffee shop at St. Anselm, we were always given a receipt. One of my friends made it a habit to begin making paper cranes out of these receipts. After almost two months of watching her make them, I begged her to teach me. My first attempt looked a lot more like a stork and a lot less like a crane, and at first I frequently needed reminders in order to make a crane correctly. But after a while, it just kind of became instinctual. Some more friends started making cranes, and then we started leaving them in weird places. And then not just in weird places, but everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. In the dining hall, in classrooms, in common areas, in the philosophy lounge where we gathered every Wednesday night and Friday afternoon, and in the student center. We left them all over the coffee shop. The workers who cleaned the place every night didn't seem to have the hearts to throw them out. They started leaving them on top of the public computer in a corner of the room. What started as a few cranes became a whole flock, which turned into the mother nest of campus. It started out as an anonymous thing. Towards the end of the year, as a graduating senior though, I started to not really care. I handed them to random classmates, campus visitors, gifted them to the monks, faculty, and my professors. Upon being given a crane, many exclaimed, you're the one behind the paper cranes? And I would always tell them that it was not just me, but also my friend group. Some people hated the cranes and the dullness of their almost mechanical production. Others were just overwhelmed by the sheer amount of them. Most loved them. 
For me, though, they were so much more than just a piece of paper folded into a shape. When I first learned how to make them, I was in the middle of writing two theses at once. I desperately needed some stress and anxiety relief, and the cranes became an easy, mindless thing to do while I brainstormed and worked. I liked the idea that each crane I made represented a unique idea, thought, prayer, memory, whatever happened to be running through my mind or going on as I made them, despite the uniform appearance of each. Eventually, I tried to capture what the cranes meant to me in a poem. After writing, rewriting, and editing it, I came up with the finished product, which reads as follows. A flock of paper cranes hanged from the ceiling, telegraphed messages, flicked past the eyes of Orion, folded perfectly like a letter, but giving away nothing of importance. They say nothing of importance, yet represent unspoken love, unspoken hopes and dreams, the things yet to be realized or reconciled with and for the self. But they are contained, after all. The room is just big enough for them to fly, but not to fly away. This ceiling is too small to fly paper kites or planes. That is just as well for me as it is for you, just as well for me as it is for them, because there is most always something bubbling just beneath the surface, and we cannot afford to spill these cranes through a paper cut. You can never tell what someone is thinking about unless they tell you explicitly. Even then, it can be impossible to know if they are lying. In the same way, my cranes represented this thought. No one knew what thoughts or emotions I poured into the cranes unless they asked me or I shared with them. Despite the hundreds I left around campus, I also kept a fair amount in a clean takeout box in my room with a stack of unfolded receipts at the ready. So anyway, that is the story of how Paper Cranes podcast got its name. Thank you for your support and for beginning this journey with me. Peace out, my friends. Thanks for listening to Paper Cranes Podcast, a production of Grexley. To learn more, visit grexley.com.